Welcome to Highway Diary. I'm your Eric. I'm your host, Eric Hollerbach. This is episode three, seven, one with one of my best friends from New Orleans, Jeff D. How are you? Hi, Eric. I'm doing great. Um, so uh I love you, Jeff D. You're so crazy, you're so funny. Uh, when I, I remember I first did a show with you at a twist of lime, that was the first time we met, and oh my god, you were yeah. so funny. Uh, I was like me, you, uh, Mr. Hoffman. And uh, I just remember thinking you did this whole bit about blowing up an air mattress and trying to make sweet love with your husband on an air mattress. (laughs) I haven't done that bit in a long time. I need to write that down. Oh, it's on your album. It's on your first album. Um, It's on the album? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess I shouldn't do it again. All right, but it was how many times I've listened to it. Uh, you know. <laughs> but uh, oh my god, that was so funny! And you know, you're just so crazy. You're out there. Um, I, I want to bring something up because there's a lot of stuff I don't know about gay culture at all. Because uh-huh. uh, you know, I like ladies and stuff. But my sister came over, and uh, we go to Zilker Park in Austin, Texas, and she's friends with these two gay men, uh, married. Um, but then they start talking about all their exploits and I was just confused. And I said, so what's the deal here? And they're like, well, we're married. We know we're number one and number one, but we can bring whoever home we want. We can do whatever we want. We're not tied down. It it seemed like it was more, they were husbands, but it seemed like more of a financial arrangement to keep the house together. They split the bills of the house one-to-one they can bring it whoever they want but then they're left there i don't i don't understand is this normal uh well in the gay community it's pretty normal it's called happiness eric um (laughs) what's that like uh, it acknowledges that you know most people aren't uh meant to be monogamous their entire lives and um i uh you know I think it's perfectly healthy. As long as both people agree with it and they're both happy about it, then why not? Yeah. Um, so it's just confusing to me. Why everybody's getting jealous? You know. See, I it. get mad jealous. And my last three girlfriends cheated on me and I took that as a relationship ender. Yeah. Because I guess it's just different. It's like, oh, I'm, ta- I'm you know, I guess the guy, I'm taking you out. I'm paying for stuff. I'm paying for meals, yeah. this and that. And then you just cheat on me whenever you want. It, it was, it's just a different relationship uh, dynamic. And yeah, it really and, is. And you really can't have that personality trait of like thinking someone like belongs to you and you would be the only one to touch that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. Uh, yeah. like in ownership. I mean that in a, you know, this you are mine and I, you know, it, we, we are the only ones that touch each other in that sexual way, you know? monogamous it's it's and you know here's the deal most straight men what they're afraid of is that their girlfriend's gonna fuck a guy with a bigger dick and is not gonna be pleasured by him anymore and that's 100 right 100 percent. and eric i'm i'm here to tell you that it's absolutely true and so you have to go you have to keep leaving the one that fucked you know, the guy with the huge cock, right? You got to keep leaving them, find a girl who hasn't had a huge cock yet, right? And then, yeah. then, then she's going to fuck somebody with a big dick. And now you got to go, you know, it's, it's a never ending cycle with you guys. Here's what you got to do. Accept 
the weapon that God gave you. And it's probably not as small as you think. Yeah. Love yourself. I, I, I tweeted really good at giving head. <laughs> I tweeted, uh, I get jealous even of my other straight male comic friends. Like I tweeted to Earl Skakel that, okay, first of all, Earl Skakel is a friend of mine. I, I, you know, I was jealous of him for years because he has all this money. He's got a nice little fund from his, his parents set up for him. And oh, uh, fuck that. See, well, I was going to be like comedian with money. How does that happen? You know, if he's not famous yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've seen photographic evidence. I don't want to get into this, but my, my penis is like 15 and a half centimeters and his is like 21 and a half or 20 and a half centimeters. Now, I, it shouldn't matter, honestly. I shouldn't care. But, you know, I'm always in perpetual envy and jealousness of Earl. He's got it all, you know? I got to see what the centimeter is compared to, like, I, you know? No, don't look. No, don't do. Let the audience do that. Don't okay. spell it out for him. All right. Okay. About 15 and a half when I'm really excited. Maybe 16 centimeters when I'm really excited. Listen. Listen, yeah. in the heat of the moment, if things are hot and heavy, you really, it's not like you're going to stop and go, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, so just listen, There, you have to do with what God gave you. I and like, I like what God gave me. It's, it's, look, I'm not going to, you know. And Fine. I've never seen yours. When I when I get in a relationship, hey, maybe maybe later for payment or whatever. Um, but when I get into a relationship, I I know she's not a virgin. I know she's not fresh and clean. You know, I know this, especially the kind of girls I go after. I'm I'm under no illusions. But right. when we start the relationship, I think, oh, I'm really gonna give her something here. So, but then if she goes out with another one. And then comes back. It's like I can't. Now I don't know anymore. I can't even lie to myself, you know. So you know, what is it with a, a straight people and monogamy and jealousy? What do you think it is? Well, some gays are all about monogamy and jealousy too. I mean, and some straight couples. You know, they, those swingers that descend on New Orleans once a year. They have a fucking parade and everything. You know, it's <laughs> like. You walk into a, a bar where they're doing a swingers thing. It is it. It doesn't smell good. I'm going to tell you that right now. It does not sure. smell good in there. But you know what? They're confident and they love themselves and they love their partners. You know, just because you're sharing someone sex sexually doesn't mean that you don't still have a, you know, uh, a, a kindred connection to them. They can still be your soulmate. You just, you know, sometimes you like getting your booty hole ate by somebody else. Wow. I, sorry, I'm going to cry. What's the point of being a chef if you can't allow more people than one to taste the food? So beautiful. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff D. Um, so this is the three-year anniversary of you sent me some exciting photographs uh, one night, and I was kind of confused by it because, uh, you know, but... You know, I was flattered. I'm still going through the emotions of envy, flattery, you know. Oh, goodness, Eric. Grief. I wish you were the only person that I have sent uh, naughty photos to. Uh, the only comedian. That would be great if you were just the only comedian that I've done that. <laughs> but the God honest truth is I've done it to a lot of people. Uh, I don't know if uh, a lot of people know about this because it was years, but I've... Uh, I, for a long time, I had a little issue with 
cocaine. And what happens when you drink and do cocaine? Well, for me, I uh, I felt like I was a 22 year old twink that everybody wanted to fuck. And so why wouldn't someone want a picture of my titties, you know? And so uh, I'm happy that that you went through a gamut of emotions. There are some people who just got pissed off and blocked me. And I understand that, too. I get that, too. I understand why. Although I have nice titties. And I don't know why. Gorgeous. Thank you, Eric. Gorgeous. Thank you. It's one of my better features, I think. You know, and I spent so long fighting these tits. Right. And I think that's kind of why cocaine brought the ultra uh, um, confidence about them out, I guess, because like for so long, I was like trying to hide, you know, who I was and stuff. And I've grown to just fucking love my titties. And my husband loves my titties. He says that they're, you know, he likens them to flowers that are in full uh, blossom, full bloom. And, um, you know, so I'm sorry about that um if it hurt but if it didn't hurt then i love that you did it i do wish i wouldn't have done it to so many people i have to tell you that because i feel like i've got that <laughs> reputation now <laughs> and i hate that you know at least you could say oh but he's he is funny you know they can't take that away from me so he's disgusting he you know uh he's an affront he sent me all the truth. I'm not on cocaine anymore and I don't drink anymore. So um, no one's gotten those pictures in, in a, in a while. You know, I'm almost sad about that, but listen, you're not the first uh, gay guy. Co- like I've done shows with gay comics and then they get their wires crossed and they send me. So I never block them. I, I honestly, to be as flattering, it's like, Oh, well, okay. Eric, well, you're a hot guy. You are oh, a good looking man. It. As, and my husband even said when you came and did the show at Oz, he was like, oh, that Eric is very cute. I mean, he's very sexy, you know? So, wow. yeah. well, thank you. Yeah, you're that's- a good looking man. And see, that's how you should take it. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> if I cause trauma by somebody seeing my titties. I don't know what to say, but I'm sorry. I can't, you know what I mean? But like, you, yeah, is it awkward now for you to go around the scene with that reputation? Do you feel like you're going through steps of making amends to people? Uh, like, well, if someone thinks they need amends, they got to tell me, you know, I've sent it to too many people to like, go back. You know, you know like, now, now no, I'm jealous. Now I'm jealous. This is my other feeling. You're not the first. You're not the That's... only one. We don't have a monogamous. Oh, come you know, on. Unsolicited Jeff... titty pick. You're breaking my heart, Jeff. Honestly, you're breaking my heart. And Can you... you know, wait, do you think maybe they get more upset because my bosoms do look like, you know, they're very, you know, supple? And maybe if I had like a rock hard chest, they would be like the gay ones probably enjoy that, you know. So um, I don't know. I enjoyed what I got, but I was like, did I make an error? Ju- like, did I was I leading you on? Did I no. put out some false hope mm-hmm. out there? I no, just, no, 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 no. Gay guys, just... gay guys, come on to straight guys. That's what we do. Oh, All okay. Most of us, you know. Of course, there are the ones that don't and say that that's inappropriate and that you know mm-hmm. it's not the right thing to do and you know that it's harassment you know and whatnot but labels the labels some of us just look at at you straight boys as the holy grail and we uh we just go after you especially when we've got some substance in us because we love those two and um you know three years ago huh that was the three-year anniversary 
It was 2020, February 2020. I think February 17, 2020. So not that was even that was right before COVID. Yeah. Maybe you knew you were getting your room spring out before the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know, I lost my fucking mind during COVID. So and before I've always I, I you know what? I'm just a like you said before, I'm insane. And no, I trust you because here's the thing. You're crazy, but that means you don't have any filter. You just say what you mean. But I want <laughs> I want to. So back in your heyday, in your in your gay glory days, I don't know when exactly you came out. Oh, I, my gay glory days are now. I have never oh. been as open and, and well, I mean, like. Go ahead. Ask what you're going to ask. It is is get turning a straight guy the holy grail like you said like have you do you have those notches on your belt are those you know the ones that you remember oh yes oh yeah not that you necessarily remember them um you know but uh they're always fun and it's very you know to to do it with a straight guy is a a big turn on you know but i'm gonna tell you something eric here's the thing about uh getting a straight guy he doesn't want to do the stuff that he does with girls he wants to experiment no. so you think you're bringing I, I heard a writer wrote this in a uh, a piece i read one time and i think it's it's perfect you think you're bringing home tarzan but what you're really bringing home is jane because you know at that moment you know you get there you're like oh i got the straight guy he's gonna fuck the shit out of me we're gonna have this great you know just wonderful um you know my fantasies are coming true and then you know he bends over and you know he's like i've always wanted to do this you know oh wow yeah that wow. that happens a lot they go all the way yeah and then you know do you think that they're playing game on you that that's your fantasy so they pretend to be the straight guy that you turn no i think they just I, look let's 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 talk some real honesty here but stuff feels good Okay, but Not to me. I've had a ha- I'm like I have hemorrhoids, right? And so doctors have put like put their fucking fingers in there, and they've checked around because they thought maybe I had like a prostate cancer. But I always just have hemorrhoids, you know. So I've had like, and it's just horrible. But I, in my special, I say that's my that's my crown of thorns. That's my crown of cream corn. You know, I just have an itchy barrier to my thumb palace. Yeah, I, I'm sure you know if there was an ointment, I'd be getting fucked by homeless guys in alley right right now. But yeah, you know, yeah. So everyone's got the cross to bear. But um, so describe for you. So I don't, I don't. I'm not really a butt stuff guy. I mean, yeah. I, to be honest, at all. So well, that does not change the fact though that butt stuff feels good, right? Okay. It does feel good. Your body's not wired different. Maybe it would hurt for you to get pushed through the hemorrhoids, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but. But yeah. stuff to men feels good. Our prostate getting stimulated is a wonderful thing. That is an erogenous zone. So I think that uh, that is probably an opportunity for the straight guy, the Holy Grail, to um, experiment a little. Okay. And well, it doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes the dreams come true. You know, it's not like, you know, you land straight guys constantly back when i was in college and stuff it it happened a little more now it happens if i pay them so so what are the rules can you spell them out what's the rules with your uh, gay marriage is it is it open is it closed Fine. is it you have well, to tell each other what happened like what are the are there any guardrails yes. well honesty is the key 
Um, honesty is absolutely the key. Um, and I wouldn't call what Carla and I have an open marriage, but we certainly aren't going to throw away what we have if someone has um, a sex with someone else, you know, a sex, sexual contact with, with somebody else. That's not going to completely negate everything that we've built with each other. Um, there was a period of time where we did, you know, try the grinder thing and we were both kind of doing our own side thing, but we're not doing that anymore. I mean, I'm off the cocaine and the alcohol, so I'm actually coming home at night. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's fun. It's good. And that's not to say that we wouldn't do a threesome or that, you know, like I, I'm doing comedy on this gay cruise ship, you know, so what if something happens? You know what I mean? Like it's the key is just to tell him. And, you know, move on from there. Now, if I go on this gay cruise ship and he calls me and I say, um, you know, I had sex with someone last night, hot guy or whatever. He, he'll ask me all kinds of questions. I have to answer all the questions. And then he'll say, OK, and hang up and call one of his fuck dudes from back in the day. And he'll go get <laughs> fucked. And then, you know, I come home and we don't speak about it again. <laughs> Healthy, yeah. I don't know. Did you say healthy? It's healthy. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't know. It's it's what we have, you know. It is, um, and it, it and I make it sound it, it sounds like it happens all the time. So back in your in your hey younger or, days, let's say sure, younger days, sure, because I am more confident with myself now in my life. Remember, I grew up; I was gay in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Right, right, right. right. And I took that sort of self hatred uh, with me to L.A. and stuff. And I, I never got laid in L.A. Just like a couple of times in the five years I was out there. Well, a couple of times, more than a couple. So, what was That's your it. what was your strategy in Lake Charles at first when you were when you were had all this shame? Like, how would you? What was your little spiderweb techniques? I had none. I mean, like, I don't know. I I didn't, first of all, I was fucking cute as hell. Oh, right. But I didn't okay. think I was. I didn't think I was. I thought I was ugly, right? Um, but I was a fat little pretty boy. And um uh, you know, I, I you know how you look, I look at pictures of myself, and I know a lot of people do this. And when I'm 22 and I'm like, oh, my God, I was so good looking back then, you know, and, and now I'm like, you know what I do about that, though, Eric? So, you know, it's easy when you get to be my I'm 45 now. I, you're in your 30s, right? I'm 37. 37. OK, so, you know, it's easy to get in the space of, you know, seeing a picture of ourselves and being like, oh, my God, I wish I was 22 again or whatever. You know what I mean? Like and I just like to think of it. You know, and this is all, I, I just remember that that this is on the album too, but I really do try to think about it. I like to think about um, the fact that I know that in 20 years, I'm going to wish I were 45 again and think that I look great right now. So I just kind of try to live the way that 65 year old would want me to live. I totally agree. I feel really like all the insecurity I had, like I'll look at a photograph of myself, like I was at my mom's house, she had like a just big boxes of, of photos and I was going through them and there's one where I'm coming out of the, out of a pool. I'm like 18. I'm shredded. I was going on yeah. the it's on a trampoline every day. I didn't even appreciate it. But back then I would have looked at myself in the mirror and go, Oh, I got my hair is off. I had hair. 
Yeah. But I would, I had gorgeous hair back then. I would go, oh, my hair's off. Oh, I'm so insecure, blah, blah, blah. Nowadays, I shave my head. I don't give a fuck. I'm so happy all the time. I work yep. out at a, bo- I work at a boxing gym in the mornings. I, you know, I have a great group nice. of friends there. I have a great group of friends everywhere. And so, um, but the insecurities are gone. The, the, I have just such assuredness of myself now and my life's purpose and, um, yeah, I'm writing a yeah. book. I just am very happy, you know? I, see, I feel the same way. You know, I feel like life is just starting. So when you say heyday, I'm like, bitch, I'm doing a gay cruise in two weeks. Uh, 20-year-old Jeff D never got to do that shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, so this is my heyday, I think. So So I want to talk about your gay cruise. I just want, you know. You don't have to talk about that. But, but I, I do, I do. Today. I have it on my fucking list of questions I want to ask you about. Because Geneva okay. just went on a cruise and she said some pitfalls. But um, so, you know, when I had a lovely head of hair and I was what maybe cuter back then, um, I didn't even realize that it was just easier to get with women. But the other big X factor is high school and college. You're forced in these classes together. You spend hours and hours and hours w- with each other answering questions in science class, answering questions in English class. And then you start to get a read on the personalities around you. And then it's just the natural social lubricant of college or high school. Nowadays in the open world, it's like, what do you do? What do you do? Everything is reduced to occupation uh, and address and status. And it's um, your personality. The nuances of your personality are more flushed in college and school environments. I feel. You know what, Eric, I, I'm going to, I'm going to push back on this just a little bit on All the right. notion that it's reductive to ask what people do for a living. I think that's a major part of who we are, right? Like, you know, if you are, it's a major part of who we are and you're not the only person that says that a lot of people say that. Um, and I hate to, I hate it when people ask me that question. I'm like, well, don't come out with me because that's the first fucking question I'm going to ask you. Right, right. Give, what else am I supposed to do? So do you have a grandmother? Is she still alive? Well, you know, I, I'm, what are we going to, uh, hey, have you seen Top Gun 2 yet? What the fuck am I going to, you know, I mean, are we going to connect or are we not? You know, it's a part right, of connection right. is what do you do for a living? Right. And if you don't be, be, if you're not happy, if you're not happy with what you do for a living, then you don't want to answer that question. Right. Right, right. And if you can, you know, if if, listen, if what you do for a living is shovel shit from 3 a.m. to 9 a.m. every single fucking day, but you make $50 an hour doing it or whatever, or you like to shovel shit, even though you make $12 an hour doing it because it's stress free, (laughs) you literally can't fuck shit up, right? You know, like. So it's stress-free, you know. Well, you don't have to say, well, first of all, you don't have to say I'm a shit shoveler. You could say I'm a sanitation worker. I'm a laborer. I'm a state worker. Like there's all I'm kinds a manure of- mover. <laughs> I'm a poop pusher. I'm yeah, a poop that's- pusher. But that's then you right. might start getting breast pictures in your DMs by Jeff D. If he might get his wires crossed, maybe. He may, maybe so. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not my wires weren't crossed. I knew exactly what I was doing. <laughs> I was just wrong. <laughs> we just on the podcast or something like that, or maybe that was what it was tied to. Know. We we did a podcast a while ago too. But I, I love playing with you. You're it's so ginger f- beer, by the way. All right. Hey, this is I'm sipping on iced tea, homemade iced tea. Nice. But um 
I just love playing with you on stage too, because you're just so open. You're just a really good improviser. So, um, um, but I want to, I want to play some games with you, but first I want to ask you about this cruise ship because Geneva joy went on a cruise ship. She said it was really fun. They went to Ghana and all this place and that place. And she, um, had a great time, but she said her mistake was she bought the alcohol package and it was like 40 or 70% of her money. Mm-hmm. So she made a bad financial decision there. Um, what, uh, how, how did this big gay cruise come about from your big gay cabaret show? No, um, I had, a, I have a friend named Jen who actually is the same one that got Geneva in on it, who, uh, Jen Cobra, and she, um, does it a lot. And she was always like, you got to do this. You got to do this. You're gonna have I, I know Jen Cobra. Jen Cobra oh. used to be a, a door person. Wait, a, a what? Did, did she work at the comedy store as a door per, door girl? No, oh. I don't think so. No, she, um, she she doesn't really do the comedy store a lot. She does the improv. She just did the improv a few nights ago. Um, but she was never a door girl. I don't oh, OK. Know. Yeah, she didn't... probably a different person. OK. But I Jen's thought... from Lake Charles. I've actually know, known her since we were in college. Um, and she uh you know she's just saying i need to do this and so a year ago she actually got me on to uh a couple of boats and it went really it, it the the shows went really great but i partied too hard and kind of fucked that up so now this is with a newer company um and uh i made the same mistake geneva joy did but i didn't it wasn't 40 percent of my money it was like, i didn't buy a package i just bought booze you know oh. I all the drugs i could find i i listen <laughs> i bought i bought cocaine in columbia and smuggled it onto the fucking cruise ship that is how stupid i was or smart whatever you want i wasn't the only one that did it believe me uh but i like uh stuffed it into some Colombian coffee. <laughs> and I brought it on the ship. The coffee was very good too. So was the cocaine. Yeah. Hey, what a great advertisement for Colombia. Mm-hmm. Sneak, sneak our coke back <laughs> on the ship. And the coffee's delicious too. And it'll hide the smell. Yep. So you went, you went now. So okay. So that other company, you know, maybe, you know, they they count, pe- people come and go in the entertainment business. But this new company, Jen Cobra, got you uh, hooked up with it, and so yep. now you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's we'll we'll see how it goes. So I'm going on one of those soon, and um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be all right. Lot. Well, I'm sure you're going to entertain. You're so funny, and you're just uh, so open. So I love you, Jeff D, very much. But Thanks. um. So my neighbor is um, Polly Walnuts, and he knows somebody that knows you, um, Janice, right? So mm-hmm. Polly wants to talk to Janice. Okay. So we're just going to take take a literally a five second break, and we'll be back with um, yeah. It's just my neighbor, uh, Polly. I don't know why he said I said I was going to interview, and, and he just he was like, "No, I got some business." Yeah. Here. I'll make so, sure Janice is here. Okay. All right. So just w- one second pause. Hey, uh, Janice, listen. Uh, Hello, Paulie. Look, uh, you are, have been a pillar here at Bare Essentials Strip Club for years. I just... I love I'm, my job. I really uh, You know, so I've had a customer complaint. This is just like a routine thing. I have to 
go over. You have is, is this about what is this about the bathroom and about look, she walked in. I had just had a crap. There was nothing I could do about this immediate smell, right? And I was trying to unclog the toilet and she's complaint. Is that what it is? I didn't know about it. I'm sorry. The to- was this a customer or you talk about Trixie? Oh. No, 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 no. It was a customer. It okay. was uh it was a cu- it was four customers. It was um uh four women in their in their uh I'm good at their 70s. I think that they just came in for the buffet. But you uh you you used the plunger, you put it back in the spot. Did you did you clean it off before you put it back? Well <laughs> I gotta check the I gotta check the toilets. Well, <laughs> it's not my fault. Look. And now I'm doing the thing. Then I pull it out. Crap goes everywhere. Okay. It's not the first time that's happened in that bathroom. But shit goes everywhere on the ladies. Suddenly, now, now their appetites are gone. Now I think, you know, I've been meaning to talk to uh, to Consueco about the uh, Burnants. I think we gotta take them off. We gotta take them off the menu. Because this keeps happening, and I think it's to do with the burn ends. I like to it's, mix the burn ends with the pork and beans. and uh, We need I, something lighter. I'm just saying we need something lighter on the menu. It's just really causing downstream issues. Yeah, and you know, here's the other thing, Paulie. You don't want the girls to get have a heavy lunch. Before yeah, I know. That part of themselves in front of the other men. I never do. I never do. Listen, I'm lucky to eat a taco shell before I come to work. Okay, because if Jan- I'm Janice, I know, but you're clogging toilets. I mean, the story doesn't really add up. Okay, no, come well, on, that wasn't the purpose of what I eat when I go home at the end of the night. But the day before, if I'm coming to work and I know that my snatch and my uh, poo hole are going to be on someone's face or near it. I don't, we can't touch them. I got to check. I got to talk to maintenance about the, the, you're bringing up other issues. I wasn't even, look, we've been lowering our standards here. I'm going to cut to the chase, Janice, for a while. We've been lowering our standards. We've have to keep guardrails on certain aspects of the business here. Like the back stairwells. Yeah, what what about the back stairwell? Well, I mean, but you, there's no guardrails. Like six girls have fallen. And, but tr- um, okay, but Trixie said you pushed her. Trixie said you pushed her because she was bringing in the tips. You know, I Janice, I, come on. These accusations keep coming, and they're only going in one direction. We have guardrails here. They you're supposed to look upstairs. I don't care. If it's a 17-minute Jimi Hendrix experimental track, if the customer pays for a song, you have to stay awake during the song, Janice. Okay, you we found you passed out on, on a customer, traveling businessman. Um, and I have here, look, the Milford, look, Milford, Tennessee, it's not a metropolis, but we have a, a photo of you in the Milford County newspaper. They wrote this today. Overweight hooker photographed by a apparently dead bare essentials trip club, seen unconscious mid dance on a traveling businessman. That doesn't look good. Like this kind of press in the Milford County. 
listen, if this, if this conversation is where I think it's going, I want you to know one thing. I have narcolepsy and it's a disability and I am supposed to get accommodations at work. Look, we always leave cocaine in the green room, all right? If you need That's to for the narcolepsy. Problem. It didn't wake me. I need it for the narcolepsy. But that's what we're saying. It didn't work because you were, I don't know if you were coming or going, but during the song on a paying customer, your ass is on their lap and you're grinding. If you pass out because of a medical condition of pushing Trixie or clogging the toilet, look, these are all other issues. Look, I'm just going to say it. This comes from up. Look, you've been here. For 45 years, you sat on Gerald Ford's face. You put Bear Essentials in Melford, Tennessee on the map. I love this I, place. I have to, I, I, look, I'm not it's saying you, you're free to go. You're just, a, I'm not, you're, you can't dance here anymore, Janice. So this isn't an end for you. You know, there's, there's chat rooms. You know, I'm not saying you'll never work in this town again. I, I'm, I'm not the mayor. Look, I'm, I'm just saying... You know, put your services on the open market. Maybe, you know, go on Craigslist. Uh, you know, go just, you know, maybe take an ad on yourself. Here's $40. Take an ad on yourself in the back of, uh, you know. Listen, Paul. Hustler. It's fine. I've always wanted to have children. And now I'll have the time. All right, Janice. Well... Look, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna let you let you let yourself you. out, and I won't tell anybody. Won't tell anybody about how you used to give me twenty dollars to uh, poke your hemorrhoids in your asshole. That was for medical purposes. You said you never even say that out loud. You said you never even say that out loud. Look, but that look. was when I was an employee of the club. Right. Now that Janice is free to go, she's free to talk. Are you threatening me? All right. Well, look, if you walk into the Melford Townie News Agency, I think they're going to have some other questions for you. So, all right. Yeah. Talk about Pauly Wong. That's all you want. But look, this isn't an end for you. They (laughs) want to talk to the sleeping stripper with her ass in the air. And I'm going to tell them that I am supposed to get accommodations at work and that you didn't give them to me because you're a bigot. Oh, really? Well, maybe I'll go down to Section 8 housing and I'll, and I'll get Trixie and I'll get a little electric wheelchair and I'll put her pile of bones on the electric wheelchair and I'll bring her down to the Milford Townie. And then maybe she can tell them other stories, not just about passing out on businessmen, but I don't know. Some people get a little, a little pushy at the top of the stairs. I don't know. Maybe they'll want to know that. That bag of bones and a neck brace and electric wheelchair. She's got to have to blow in the straw to go forward. Do you understand that? About time she blew into something other than, you know, listen, what if I, listen, okay, listen. What if I just work on Sunday mornings? Janice. Got my regulars. They stop by before church. Just Sunday mornings. I'll bring okay. I'll bring breakfast casserole for the buffet. Look, we have a clogged toilet. There's poo everywhere, Janice. <laughs> we gotta get burnets. I said light meals, light meals. The burnets. Oh, I are- ate with a taco shell. 
I'm going to walk into a war zone. Janice, I'm sorry. This comes from way above my head. I got to let you go. All right. Don't cry here. Oh, come on. You're making me cry, Janice. Look, you've made the club, you made Bear Essentials in Milford, Tennessee, a lot of money. Okay. It's just. Good boy. Um, I, I just uh, want to. My friend Mindy, uh, she's she's not a girl. She's looking for her husband. She says you might know something. Just before before you leave, Bear Essentials, just go in the back alley. Can you talk to Mindy? This girl came in. I don't know. She's from the. She's from Amarillo. I don't know. She's lost. Is she Can the one that to... smells like orange juice? Yeah, she did have a scent. Maybe a Julius. I'm not sure. That is citrusy. I didn't. I didn't ask her about that. It was yeah. just. All right. You know the girl. All right, I'll talk to her. I'll talk to her. All right. All right. Hang on. Hi. Hi, Janice. It's Mindy. Remember me? Hello, Mindy. So, um, I don't know if I can't find Grayson. Grayson, he's my husband. I've been traveling all the way down from Amarillo. I don't know how I ended up here in Milford, Tennessee. I'm just on the chase for Grayson. What does he look like? Grayson, he's my husband. Uh, he's blonde, blue-eyed. He always wears overalls with no shirt on. I I got, you know, the good Lord said there was signs if he was stepping out behind my back. That's what the good Lord told me. Um, and I I just, can I, can I run this by you? I don't know if this is oh, normal. Janice, you've, girl, you've, girl's talking, tell me. You've seen everything. Um, I just feel like I can trust you. We were in bed, and he always likes to be the, the the little spoon, and I'm the big spoon. That's fine. That's comforting for me, too. But then when we got to love making, he was asking for this. He was asking for that. I find myself straddling him with my thumb of the case they're thrusting, and I just felt Somehow, like I wasn't equipped for what he wanted, Grayson. Well, it sounds like you are, Mindy. I, sounds like he wanted a thumb in his ass, and that's what you gave him. Sounds like you were all equipped. Well, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. He's not good with books, though. He's not book smart. I'll he's he's good with pictures. Like he can tell the difference between a. Uh, a cucumber and a pumpkin or a carrot and a million, or he can spot a peach. I don't know what I'm saying. You know what? Here's the thing. Indy. Janice. Grayson. Say when that he hasn't been in here. Okay. I saw him during happy hour at a bar called Cock Rings down the street. It's a it's a queer bar slash chicken joint. I really like their uh, their dog meat. He likes chicken. Yeah, I guess I could look He was eating there. chicken. He was eating chicken. No doubt about it. Yes, he was. He was eating. If it's the same guy. If it's the same guy. Cockrings? No, like no, with no. the chick, like a rooster. Cockrings, you say it? Yes. Yes. Uh, but Grace, like, can I just before, because I don't want to confront him with an accusation that's unfounded, but he got arrested last week in Amarillo, and I went down to the courthouse, and the jail cell's connected, 
And they told me to wait outside. And the, the mayor came through the cell. The judge came through the cell. And then they said the charges were dropped. And then the city of Amarillo beat, built us a porch and a gazebo. Listen, Mindy, you're asking the wrong questions. You shouldn't be asking yourself what's wrong with Grayson. You should be asking yourself, what kind of rocking chair am I going to put on that porch? Yeah, you're right. I mean, and, and just because he was at the bar doesn't mean anything. He was eating chicken. Someone was eating his ass, but who hasn't had their ass eaten, you know, by, you know, a 300-pound hairy man on a Friday at, uh, at 11 a.m.? Well, yeah, but that's what he does for a living. I always ask him what happened at the office, and he goes, oh, I just got chewed out. Yeah. yeah. The Lord said there would be signs, um, but to, I, I'm just, something about him excites me. I'm just suspicious all the time. Maybe yeah. I'm paranoid, you know. Yeah. Well, you know what a good sign is, Janice, that uh, you'll probably, this is the one you're looking for, where Jesus sends a lightning bolt down from the sky and hits you right in the face with it. And then you'll say, oh, look, Grayson is a fucking... My husband. Grayson's my husband. That's Grayson, Grayson. is your husband, yeah. You know, uh, Bessie Sue and Susie Bear said I should just sit out on that porch and drink whole milk and watch the grass grow and get another boy from church. But that just kind of life doesn't excite me at all. He always keeps me on my toes. Yeah, well, especially if you're driving all around the country. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I see little signs, um, like, uh, it'll be like overalls on the side, like on the highway. So I, go, I go, I'm on, but it's multiple pairs. Yeah. And when I see it on like a, a mile marker, I go, okay, well, I'm getting close. So I've been driving from Amarillo. But yeah, um. I was uh, driving oh, racing right before, what? What's that? Have you ever thought about a woman? Oh yeah, I got friends from church, Susie, Bess and Bessie Sue. My mom. I mean one that's gonna be your big spoon. That sounds like an abomination. You can say that again. Janice, I was driving home. <laughs> in my 87 uh, Silverado, I got parked out there. But right before we left, Grayson and I, we went out for whole milk. And mm -hmm. it, it was in our, in the Silverado in the, in the cabin with me. And then sure enough, what happens? We get pulled over. The, the sheriff takes him in the back of the squad car. Then the mayor pulls up in the squad car. I'm just waiting in the Silverado. The judge pulls up. He gets in the squad car. They, they knock on the window and they say, well, there's been a mistake. It's been 90 minutes. The milk's warm. Well, Grayson got in the cab with the milk mustache. We hadn't even, the Lord said there would be signs. We hadn't even brought it home yet. Janice, I need advice. Well, 
I think that um, you should let me take you to breakfast. Yeah. And, uh, you know. You've always been very attractive, Janice. And thank you. I, uh, maybe, maybe you should come over to my place and we'll have breakfast. I'll make you a casserole. I want one something with burn ends. <laughs> what? We'll burn ends on. Let me tell you something. My breakfast casserole is so good and so rich that everything in the house, after I cook it, smells like breakfast casserole, including my fat pussy. <laughs> uh, I couldn't do it. Janice, uh, all right. Uh, how about we'll go back to your place, but just meet me at Cochrane's. I want to confront Bryson. Meet you there. All right. Give me a lemonade and an order of gizzards. All right. I'll see you, Cochrane's. Jeff D., you can see Jeff D. at the Crying Eagle Brewery, Lake Charles, Louisiana, Friday, nope. February 7th. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. That, I had to cancel that show because I'm uh, not going to oh. be there. Oh, on the cruise. Yeah. Are you but, uh, you know, um, wait, the 7th? Did you say the No, 7th? the 17th. 17th. Yeah, I'm not going to be there. Are you doing uh, the Chattanooga gig? Yeah, I'm going to be in Chattanooga. In June. You know what? You can find out where you can see me. Go to jeffdcomedy.com. Let me just play so, say some of these. Um, Chattanooga, Tennessee. You can go hop by Milford and see uh, Janice and Barry Bear Essentials. June 2nd, 730. Two shows, 7.30 and 9.15. Also June 3rd. Uh, then June 16th, you'll be at the Dallas Comedy Club, 7 p.m., 11 p.m., 7 p.m. Uh, both Friday, June 16th, and Saturday, June 17th. Yes. Um, I, you can go to ericcollerbach.com. We have a new sponsor, Robin Hood. Use my link on Robin Hood and get a free stock. You know, you don't need Wall Street to buy and sell stock for you. Do it yourself on a mobile app with Robinhood and get free stock going to aircollerbach.com and clicking through that link. We also have a sponsor, ACBD Remedy. Go to acbdremedy.com. Use promo code ERIC, that's E-R-I-C, for 20% off your order. Um, that's it. Go to Jeff D. Comedy and your uh, your album is called april mm. and it is hilarious so Thank you can you. get april on jeffdcomedy.com yeah and you can listen to it on any other digital platform that you're on and most sundays if you're in new orleans and uh you have a show at oz at 10 p.m nope i don't do that anymore that nope. went away with the, that went away with the uh uh with covid with covid yeah no more oz Oh, okay. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah. Hey, but you're going on a, you're about to go on a cruise ship and then you're going to be in Tennessee and then you're going to be in Dallas. So, hey, jeffdcomedy.com. Uh, Thank you, Eric. Where are you going to be at? Where, where, where can I see you in Austin? That's a great question. You know, Austin doesn't really fuck with me. I go to Houston all the time. There's a club there called the secret group. So oh, I've uh, done the secret group. I love yeah. that. Yeah, so, and whenever I'm there, Kyle Smith lives in Houston, so me and him do shows together at the Secret Group all the time. Cool. Um, cool. 
Yeah, but uh, one of the good ones, one of my comedy allies, look, who doesn't slide in someone's DMs every now and then? I just, just take it as flattering. You know, well, you know what? I don't listen. If I've offended people, and I'm sure I have, I'm more than happy to make amends and to say I'm sorry. But they have to let me know, right? Because I've done it to so many people, I don't even know where to begin. Um, but if you liked it, like you did, Eric, uh, then I love you. Hey, it got you a ticket right on Highway Diary. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get on this show. Okay. All you need is some great tits and a pick. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, and I don't I don't like this guy at all. Um, I think he's been messing with my Zoom because it says my pronouns are God deity. That's not me at all. But um, Klaus Schwab Jr., um, go on his Instagram, at Klaus Schwab Jr. Again, I don't support anything he says. I don't like the globalist evil bankers, but... Um, you know, he does sponsor a page on my website and he sponsors a piece of the show. And but it's like really an abusive relationship. So I really don't like to bring him up. But anyway, act it's all about the money. It's all about the money. You know, you got to do what you got to do. I learned a lot in, in my life from Janice. You know, I just I'm living her playbook. Look, if, if some new comic uh, comes on scene and they're out, they got great written jokes and they look really good. You know, just give them a little shove off the balcony. <laughs> take out your competition kneecap yeah. them this is about yeah. survival of the fittest yes every, everything is showgirls to me so <laughs> you know I'm either going to fuck them or I'm going to kill them it's just the way it goes <laughs> jeffdcomedy.com thank you so much Jeff D this is Thank episode you, 371 of Highway Diary bye bye